Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. Uh, hi. <laughs> Is everybody in a room? Uh, so yeah, this we're supposed to do a Q&A here. Do people want that or do you guys just want to drink? Ha- hands for you want to hear the Q&A. Hands for shut the fuck up and just let us drink. There were a couple. Okay, so we'll do this, but if it gets tiresome, just like let me know. Just give me a, one of these and we'll we'll wrap it up. Uh, hi, thank you for coming to this. I'm uh, I'm Jordan Morris from the Jordan Jesse Go podcast. Uh, Jesse could not be here today. Uh, I think he's having a problem with his wiener. Um, you know, I can only guess. Uh, so here to uh, gab with me are two of my favorite funny podcasting people. Uh, this is Dan McCoy from the Flophouse. Hello. I'm sorry if you came to my other Q and A today. <laughs> and this is Carrie Poppy from Ono Ross and Carrie. Uh, yeah, I could not get into the. I was turned away at the Flophouse Q and A at capacity. They said it's probably what you're wearing. <laughs> yeah, right. It was yeah, it was a dress code thing. Uh, but this shit ain't at capacity, right? Woo! Modest turnout. Modest turnout. Uh, cool. Uh, just I, I, uh, a couple of a couple of warm up anecdotes before we start the Q and A. Uh, I had one of these crazy lift rides to the airport on the way here. You've heard of lift, right? They're the good the good one of those. The less evil one. Um, and uh, Los Angeles. In Los Angeles. Okay. L.A., where you at, baby? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Beach in October and dank legal weed. Um, <laughs> uh, so I was, I was lifting to the airport, and it was a pretty, like, it was a pretty, like, silent trip. You know, guy didn't have the radio on. He was just kind of staring straight ahead. And as we're, like, getting close to the airport, I hear him go, Are you a virgin? <laughs> oh, and then it took me about... 10 seconds, I'm like, oh, he's asking me if I'm flying virgin. <laughs> but I have also, ne- also, I've also never had sex before. You were so. also wearing a nun's habit. So. <laughs> yeah. And a t-shirt that says, what's sex like? <laughs> um, oh, something else weird happened. Oh, on the flight, uh, I was sitting next to a, a woman, maybe about 50 years old. And there's, you know, there's, there's TVs in the seat backs. And she was just sitting there the whole time, arms crossed, without headphones, watching Mrs. Doubtfire with no sound. <laughs> she was knows it. Chilling. She knows it by heart. And I, I, maybe you think I'm, I'm, I'm being uh, insensitive toward a deaf person. We talked a few times. I do not think she was deaf. <laughs> but she just watches Mrs. Doubtfire with no sound. <laughs> At one point, she just nodded sagely and she's like, drive by fruiting. Yes. <laughs> uh, Dan, that's a run by fruiting. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah, you don't know Mrs. Doubtfire like she knows Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> uh, yeah, so if anybody has uh, questions, do you guys have any random anecdotes? I know that's a big <laughs> ask. <laughs> uh, no, hey, uh, so if anybody uh, has, a, has a cue, hopefully we've got an A. And, uh, no, wait, I have a random anecdote. Yeah, please. One time when I was 11, I called 411, uh-huh. and, uh, and the person on the other end was like, do you want a million dollars? And I was like, what? And he said, you don't want a million dollars? And I was like, huh? And I hung up. And my whole life, 
these 20, <laughs> these 22 years since, I've been like, did, you I, should have did said I, yes. I give up a million dollars when I was 11 when I called 411? Yeah. As, as long as we're talking about phone calls we made or received or made when we were young. So I got into an argument. This is this is the most boring anecdote. I'm realizing. I'm saying I got into an argument. We'll uh, we'll, we'll punch it up at the end. I got into an argument with uh, my middle school friends about the Sarah Lee uh, motto, whether it was like nobody doesn't like Sarah Lee uh-huh. or mo- nobody does it like Sarah Lee. Oh. And there's a number you can call on the back of a Sara Lee product. And we called up and I asked which one was it. And they're like, nobody doesn't like Sara Lee. We get this question all the time. So, uh, I can say... So I can, wait, I can say I, it, I'm still not totally clear. It's nobody does not like. It's a correct. double negative. Okay, yeah. got it. Nobody, Everyone likes Sara Lee. Is, Everyone likes okay. Sara Lee. Got it. Nobody does it like Sara Lee is a remark about how Sara Lee is in the sack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, anybody got a question? About snack cakes? or Okay, so there's a mic. Everybody just run up to the mic. Push people out of the way if they are in the way. Hey, guys. Hey. I have a question for Jordan. Uh, what's your name? Jason. Jason. From Nashville, Tennessee. It's a lot of denim you're wearing, Jason. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> I have to represent hey, I do Tennessee. Uh, this is a dumb question. On a recent episode of uh, Doughboys, Nick Weiger said that you bought him a weed pen. Yes. I think that's so hilarious. Yeah. I was wondering if there's any further background uh, on your purchasing Nick Weiger a weed pen. Yeah. Uh, boy, this, this requires you listening to several different podcasts <laughs> to get... Uh, so do people listen to the Doughboys here? Yeah! Uh, do you wish you were watching the Doughboys instead of this? I sure do. Uh, yeah, I have a... Uh, I, my co-worker, Nick Weiger, is one of the uh, hosts of that program. Uh, has some problems sleeping. Uh, he's also a very uptight man um, who says, What a treat! A lot. <laughs> and uh, I got him his first weed vape because I thought it would help him sleep. Uh, and he's like, Jordan, am I doing it right? I'm coughing too much. <laughs> and I told him, of course, you got to cough to get off. <laughs> John Hodgman is leaving the building. <laughs> hey, John, just remember, you got to cough to get off. All right, I'll see you. See you at home. <laughs> right, I love you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's that's the thing. I think he's trying it periodically, but I think he's uh, I think he's nervous to take a big enough rip. Would be <laughs> my diagnosis. That was a very thoughtful gift. Yeah, you seem like a very considerate. I'm a great friend. So. <laughs> Is uh, it the oil kind? No, I, I guess I should say uh, this is a marijuana vape, but it is done with oil. Right. Well, huh? Yeah, it's. <laughs> this is just a Q and A about vapes now. <laughs> I will answer questions about vaping, MMA, and hoverboards. I I assumed it was marijuana, but but the the, so it was the THC oil. I think so. Yes. Okay. You think so? It's canola oil. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. I'm I'm paying. I am paying thirty bucks for a cartridge this big of canola oil. Get you super stoned, bro. Uh, yeah, because you can I, also get the pens where like you still burn it uh, against some wax or something. Yeah, yeah. Or like, I, no idea. We, you were such a stoner, I'm, Carrie. I'm, I'm speaking against my expertise, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's right. Yeah, uh, it is a little cartridge of oil, and uh, it's great, great for sleepy time. 
Anybody else? Any other questions? Again, I will also accept, shut the fuck up and let us drink. Uh, this is mostly for Carrie. Yes. Uh, I was wondering if you guys had considered doing an episode about the fun, fun folks around Mount Shasta. Uh, Mount Shasta is kind of the Up center. Up in Northern California. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of the center of a whole lot of first legends about magical cities of gold underground. Sir, oh. it sounds yeah. like you're inviting us to an orgy. Right. <laughs> and I'm then, not saying no, <laughs> but I just want you to be fucking up front with us. Right. Uh, then uh, the 60s and the new agey stuff kind of added another layer about how, oh, they're invisible unless you're on the right plane of vibration. Wait, who's invisible? The magical cities. The cities, okay. Um, so over time, it's just kind of attracted a lot of really interesting folks, like the people who believe purple is like the most spiritually intense color because it's the shortest wavelength. Now I've but heard blue is the warmest color. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's very much along those lines. <laughs> cool. So you're you're proposing we investigate a whole mountain. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ideally, but... Um, yeah, no, I haven't heard that one. Uh, I did actually used to live up in Chico, which is, like, not too far from there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I didn't know that there were magical cities under Mount Shasta. I did work at a farm sanctuary, and we had a pig from Mount Shasta, <laughs> so that counts. If you if you Google Mount Shasta, one of the top results is... Sorry, like, five of the top results are going to be long diatribes and rants about how amazing and invisible these magical places are. Wow. <laughs> oh, it sounds great. You sound like a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> I, don't know um, about, I don't know about the Shasta Mountains, but uh, I, yeah. have, I have dug under the Fanta Hills. <laughs> good, good. I, I, I'm glad you got there. I was, Were you also trying I to? Was going, I was pouring through my brain. There's, yeah. there's, a, there's a soda joke in here somewhere. <laughs> there's the RC Cola Fjord. <laughs> Uh, we have a nine-page uh, list of would-be investigations, and I'll add it to it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, what else is on that nine-page list of investigations? Oh, boy. A Can lot of anything? stuff. No. A lot of stuff. I mean, the, uh, the number one requested thing is Landmark Forum okay. at this point. Yeah. It used to be Scientology. That was the thing but we You guys cracked for. that case. Yep, that's over. You inspired <laughs> Leah Remini to right. speak yeah, out. Yeah, before she was like, I don't really care about this. But then she listened <laughs> to our podcast, and she was like, you know what? I think it's bad. Did Ross and Carrie are right. Right. Um, See you in hell, John Travolta. <laughs> yeah, God, Whoa. there's tons of stuff. I mean, like, tons of spiritual groups. But, like, a lot of them are are truly fringe. Like, I mean, you wouldn't know if I told you, Jordan. Wow. Yeah, I, prob- yeah. I probably would not. Yeah, so. It's just like a guy in a barn somewhere. Yeah, that actually describes one. Yeah. <laughs> a guy in a barn somewhere. Um, yes, any other any other cues? Uh, yeah, actually, I have another question for Carrie. Yes. Um, Hello. Hello, Carrie. Um, so I was wondering, what do your Google ads look like? Because I'm assuming you have a lot of really weird search history that would bring up some interesting things. Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, no, I get a lot of ads for, like, really strange devices. But it's, I mean, it's great. It's, I mean, it's great for the show. Like, we find so much stuff through... Uh, Things that come to us, ads and um, direct mailings and stuff that, uh, yeah, we're always like, do they know what we do? Sure, we'll take your free sample of this thing, but I'm not sure if we're the people you want to investigate you, but sure. Um, But yeah, no, I mean, uh, lots of ads for... 
um, uh, like pendulums and places to go in LA to get your chakras aligned. Like a lot of that stuff comes up for me. In LA, though, you can't get your chakras aligned at Trader Joe's. But it's just <laughs> a true. service that they offer. That's true. Uh, I, uh, I, I, for work, I work on the TV show at midnight, and we have to do a lot of just a lot of weird googling for that job. That's just like part of it. And I didn't turn on my safe search, and I was looking for some on Amazon. They they sell some old Scientology handbooks, and they've got yeah. these great illustrations, just these crazy illustrations that look like they were made at a Sears portrait studio. Yeah. Of like, I guess it's, they're, they're photos; they're not illustrations. Of like a guy, and he's going like, hmm, and he's thinking about cocaine, and then an old man is next to him yelling, "Consider this!" It's just so fucking weird. So I was looking for these photos on on Amazon. Uh, and I'm like, shit, my safe search wasn't turned on. And, like, you know, if you, like, search on Amazon for, like, blue shoe, like, it's blue shoes in your fucking feed till you uh, die. Right. I'm like, I'm going to have nothing but ads for, like, space boat. <laughs> I, just, I just get a lot of pornography ads, and I have no idea why. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Uh, send me some links later. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Hot uh, singles in your area, Jordan. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, I'm just so busy with the MILFs in my area. I don't know how I'm going to find time for the hot singles. Oh, boy. What a life. There is a lady near me who's, uh, who's what's it called? Uh, mailbox. Has been spray-painted MILF. Oh, my. Uh, yeah, which is like such a, I don't know... Maybe that, she did what it herself. a backhanded it's, compliment. It's so bittersweet, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I know. Like, you get spray paint, you're like, oh, fuck. But then you're like, well, it does say MILF. Yeah. Well, there's, you know. Yeah. It's not MILF go home. Right. Just MILF. Go home to East Milfsburg. <laughs> go home to your MILF planet. <laughs> go home to Cougar Town, I guess it would be. Uh... <laughs> so, yeah, that is a, right, it is a threatening piece of graffiti that is also... Kind of a compliment. Right. What do you do? What do you do? Uh, you paint it again. You, you fuck the pool boy, I guess. <laughs> um, anybody else? Are there any MILFs in this area? <laughs> Are you ready to be hunted? <laughs> uh, I, I am not ready to be hunted, but I do, I'm a big fan, Dan. Oh, um, thank you. Um, I actually, this is a question for you. Um, uh, did you happen to watch any movies on the flight over from Brooklyn? Mm, I, and you did know, you fall asleep? I'm you sorry. know what I, I did? I, well, I tried to fall asleep and I couldn't, so I watched a movie. But like, I was on United and they have the, um, the personal screen thing where they're like too cheap to put something in the back of the thing. So you have to know to download an app before you, they, you, you take off. You just got the ass end of that deal because I think they just instituted those on American. Did you say United? Or? United. Yeah, yeah. Um, United just started doing that. So I guess the days of you sleeping on planes are over. Yeah, I mean, I... Fine, fine films, I guess. I was... I glad that I was like on top of it enough that I did download the app before I got up in the, the air and I... Uh, I rewatched Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe a weird choice, but uh, I haven't seen it since the sure. theater. Well, it's a tale as old as time. It holds up. It holds up. Thank you very much. Breaking news: Beauty and the Beast holds up. Uh, yes, uh, let's have the next milf. <laughs> Thank you. I've been working out a lot lately. Yeah, you uh, look great. <laughs> I think one of my favorite things Keep to always enticed. ask: uh, You guys do comedy. What's the worst comedy shows you've ever done? Oh, boy. Uh, well, this is up there. Uh, no, this is lovely. Classic banter. Yeah. Just 
seriously yell if you just want to fucking drink. Um, yeah, let's see. Do you get? Did you, something come to mind for you guys? Well, when I started out in New York, uh, well, there are a couple different venues. I did. like. There was a venue above Show World, which is a sex uh, establishment. Sure, <laughs> a sex establishment. And yeah. my uh, my friend uh, started a comedy show up there, and we would perform on a stage that was clearly designed for strippers because it. <laughs> It was just, like, mirrors everywhere. And every once in a while, there would be, like, an old man who, like, came up the stairs, poked his head in, looked disappointed, and turned around. And there was also... you saw the sign that said, no touching. Yeah. And he wanted to... There was also a place that was a yoga studio by day, and then we just, like, there was someone decided, like, oh, this is a perfect place to do comedy, and they would just put up little, like, risers on the floor... And that was the stage, and we would be, like, a six-person improv group, and there'd be two people in the audience. And so, but it's fine. It turned out well. (laughs) You gotta pay your dues. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I I mean, I started doing comedy stuff in college. I went to UC Santa Cruz, which is in, uh, which is in, like, Northern California in the, yeah, banana slugs, uh, in the heart of... I'm glad I did not hear that incorrectly, because I thought I heard... Go slugs. And, like, at least I got one of the words right, that there were slugs involved. Yeah, that's UC Santa Cruz's mascot. Very okay. uh, terrible mascot. Poisonous if ingested, I guess, <laughs> is the most you can say for the banana slug. Uh, and and the UC Santa Cruz is in the heart of uh, America's white dreadlock belt. <laughs> uh, of the, it's the and, ha- and Lamont lives there. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, hacky, the hacky sack district. Um, and so, you know, like the first times me trying any kind of comedy, whether it was sketch or improv or stand-up, was always just at kind of like open mic type things. And these were at colleges or at like the coffee shops around town. Or sometimes we would go up to San Francisco to a bar that had an open mic. And um, just because of the nature of, of these places, you were always just flanked by slam poetry. Just before you would go a slam poetry, often about vaginas. Or George W. Bush, or both. Uh, and then after you, after you did your bad comedy sketch, would be another very, very serious slam poem about vaginas, or George W. Bush, or both. Uh, so yeah, just a, a being at a thing where uh, and trying to be goofy, where people are are, are uh, either ready for uh, extreme earnestness or just coffee. Uh, that's that's not not the most fun. Um, the most awkward one, this isn't even a fun story, so I'll just try to make it short, um, was uh, one time I was in an improv show and... And a dog got hit by a car? <laughs> oh my God. That's it. Um, no, this uh, guy made like a very homophobic joke and then, um, and then like realized he had and realized he didn't have the room with him, which is good. And then when it was over, instead of just letting that moment go, um, he singled out a guy in the team that he knew was a gay man, pointed at him and said, I'm so sorry. No. Um, yeah, and no, I was no, no, sta- no. Uh, that the, the, guy, the gay guy was my friend, and I was standing next to him. And to try to save this moment, I pretended he was pointing at me, and I said, that's okay. You don't, you don't need to apologize to me. 
And then he said, no, not you, him. <laughs> uh, which only made it worse. Oh, yep. straight whites, we're the worst. I, I don't, I, yep. this, this may not be the most, inter- I, I'm so unconfident in any of my stories. I just thought of one other thing. Like, yeah. uh, when I, the very first time I did stand-up in New York was a place called Surf Reality, which was a very famous like, uh, open mic for a while. But it happened at like midnight in the, the Lower East Side, and it was it was like a bunch of different stuff. It was poetry. It was like like drag show stuff. It was all sorts of different things. But you put your name in, and it was like a lottery system. They would just pull stuff out of a hat. And um, I was there with a friend, and my number didn't get called forever. And we were there so late, and he's like his like his other friend's number got called, and he's like, just go up, just go up. Uh, he's down the street doing another uh, open mic. Just go up in there. And so I go up and I start doing a set. My first time doing stand-up. And the guy who supposedly was no longer there came up and joined me on stage and started, like, interacting with me a little bit. Like, he's, like, like just reacting to my uh, punchlines and, and oh trying to, like, build on it. And And I was like... This guy thinks I just can't. I'm just a random person who stole sure. his fucking set, like yeah. his stole oh his time on here. And, and now you guys tour though as Jeff Dunham and Peanut, right? Yeah. <laughs> he was super nice about it after I explained yeah. myself. He was fine, but oh god. Yeah, oh, open mics are bad. Uh, anybody else got a cue? I got a question. Yeah. I got one for Carrie and for Dan. Carrie. Sure yeah, suck this. it, Jordan. <laughs> That's okay, man. I'm just here to chill. Gary, you and Ross probably get this question all the time, but do you and Ross still get in a lot of trouble with Scientology and them, the groups? Uh, not too much. Well, uh, okay, so Scientology in particular, not really. Um, yeah, they didn't harass or stalk us. I did uh, think they were very briefly. I was on hyper alert, and like uh, this this old decrepit news van pulled up outside my building, and there was a guy sleeping in it, and, it, and I was like, who, who is this guy? And made my boyfriend go out with me and like like go out and meet the man sleeping in the news van, who turned out to be this guy named Ryan, who was just a stoner who was like getting away from his girlfriend. So in a to- news? How did he get a news van? <laughs> well... In Ryan's words, you see this shit on Craigslist, you can't just turn it up. (laughs) That's very wise, actually. (laughs) So then I just had to engage him. Then we were stuck there. And for like an hour, I was talking to Ryan about how his one girlfriend had found out about his other girlfriend. And that's why he was sleeping in a news van. (laughs) Anyway, that's not what you asked. Um, And now I read the uh, weather on KTLA 5. Um, so yeah, I was like on hyper alert and worried about it. So maybe they won by getting into my brain, but they, they never harassed us at all. And in fact, I tried emailing them and saying, do you want to come on the show? Do you want a representative to come on the show? Which we usually do. We ask if you want, uh, you know, your point of view expressed, do you want to send someone? They completely ignored those emails. Um, they did tell Ross one time when he was near the building, uh, not to come in. So I guess we're probably not supposed to yeah go inside you but have, like most wanted so, posters like <laughs> yeah no we haven't seen our faces on postage stamps yet um other groups like have some have been like more um mean-spirited than others but but for the most part they've all been pretty cool like i think the mormons were the nicest um that's usually the case right yeah no they were great they they invited us to come back as many times as we wanted 
they even came to Ross's birthday a couple of years ago. And, um, and the last time I saw them, because I went to one of their general sessions, and one of them was like, what are you guys investigating now? What you, have you done any more groups? you joined any more religions yet? Yeah, so, yeah, some people are really cool. <laughs> um, yeah, and you have one for Dan. Yes. So, Dan, you know you're in Chicago, right? <laughs> I'm aware. I like where this is going. Do you have a bench warrant out for me? No, no. But have you, since you've been here, or will you be eating deep dish Chicago-style pizza? You know, I, so I think that this is uh, a reference to the fact that there was a famous rant that Jon Stewart did against Chicago-style pizza that I... Had a very large part in writing, uh, which I did in part. I volunteered for it because I'm from Illinois, and I was like, I would like to make fun of my state. That sounds fun to me. Uh, I don't hate Chicago style pizza. I I just I don't think it's pizza. I think it's like a casserole dish. But it's good. I mean, Hodgman actually last night at uh, like one thirty. Had some pizza delivered to the place, and uh, there's a certain charm to uh, Illinois pizza because it's been soaked in oil. It has like this weird, like crust at the bottom, of just like you know, as much oil as can be in bread is in Chicago or, or, or Illinois pizza. Like whether it was not deep dish, but it was definitely Hodgman Illinois. might have just dug through the trash and brought you in. Yeah. <laughs> I had two slices, so. <laughs> uh, Mammy, you are a uh, you're a Chicago Chicagoan. Yes. Am I saying that right, Chicagoan? Yes. Uh, and were you? Did you live here while after, while John Stewart was doing that rant? Did that come out while you still lived here? Uh-huh, yeah. How did it affect the town? <laughs> well, I'm actually from the suburbs, but. <laughs> Boo! I I don't care. Are the uh, the suburbs Chicago land? Yeah. Okay. So are we talking like John Hughes suburbs or? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, nice. Well, uh, well, thank you very I much. I think the for healing your, has begun. Questions. I think we yeah. can all agree it's a there's fine a, dish. There's a bigger, yeah. There's more important things going on in the world now yeah. than what pizza is right. And you know, cheese and bread is always good. Sure. Uh, yeah. Any uh, any other cues? Hi. Um, this is a question for Dan. I was wondering if. Any of the, or what was your favorite good-bad movie on the pod, that you've watched for the podcast? Because I know Food Fight has become sort of a tradition in my household. Uh, a tradition? A like, tradition. Like Christmas morning? <laughs> you and your family? We all, uh, next, we all sit in a circle, we open our presents, and we thank God for Food Fight. <laughs> and we watch Food Fight and just enjoy our company. Is that the one with uh, Dex Dog Detective? That is the one with Dex Dog Detective. <laughs> Wait, so you... Which is like, it seems like it's a pun, but it's not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the whole thing's confusing. So you, you and your, when you say your household, is this you and your, your parents? Uh, it's more like... You and a spouse? Tradition. It should be a hazing ritual. Okay. For uh, people we are becoming friends with. Okay. Now, now you watch Food Fight with us. Right. Sorry. And how are they supposed to react to food fight? What is the ideal reaction? <laughs> Delighted horror. Okay. Yeah, I think that like to me like food fight is like it's so bad <laughs> and so baffling that like I can't imagine watching it over and over. Like I, I like there are movies that have caused us physical pain and that's one of them. Like I think that in terms of just being fun, Fateful Findings is probably yeah. our movie now. 
If anyone hasn't seen it, you should watch it because Neil Breen has a weird like combination of like. So he's like this. Uh, Neil Breen is a Las Vegas um, uh, real estate guy who decided that he wanted to be a movie star and a movie director and a movie producer and write the music for his movies and do the catering. Like, he does everything for his movies. And he uh, also really likes to have actresses come in his movies and be almost topless, but not, and he makes out with them. And uh, he is a crazy person who thinks that the government is full of secrets that he needs to expose, but he doesn't know what those secrets are. He never specifies what they are. Well, I mean, the best way to find those, I think, uh, from watching Faithful Findings, is the best way to find out those secrets is with uh, laptops that aren't on. Yeah. <laughs> Which he then gets mad at and, and yeah, sweeps, off, sweeps the off the table. But uh, all of his movies end with him, like, uh, shaming his enemies, and they either kill themselves... <laughs> Or he crucifies them in the desert, or like, which is literally something that happens in one of his movies. So yeah, I mean, he's a he's a mentally ill person who we can all laugh at. I guess is the moral. Yeah. Uh, anybody else? Hello, uh, this is from Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, as a diehard diehard fan, um, I know I understand your feelings about how Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie, or like that you're tired. Of guys being Do I need like, to clarify? Okay. Get into your question. I get that sure. you're tired of people being like, Dyer, it's my favorite Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. I totally understand sure. that. I, but it is a Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> question over. I think but, I need to... But... Okay. It's this is my, good. This is good. This is happening. Yeah. yeah. Dialogue. Uh, Jordan is disassociating from his body right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> Not not a but like it's just like one of my favorite movies. Period. Sure. I'm not gonna say it's my favorite Christmas movie. Right. It's just a Here's, my favorite. Movie. How do you feel about Live Free or Die Hard as people's favorite Independence Day movie? <laughs> wow. Okay. First off, before I talk about Live Free or Die Hard, which I have opinions about, yeah. yeah. Let me clarify my stance. R E Die Hard slash Christmas movie. Die Hard is very good. Yeah, I know. Die Hard, it's a great movie. It's a, ter- it's a classic. Yeah. It is, Die Hard's a classic. It's great. Holds up. It is a Christmas movie. Yeah. It takes place during Christmas and has themes of homecoming. It's a Christmas movie. There's a Christmas rap song in the beginning. It's, a, it's yes. at a Christmas party. Yeah. I'm not arguing with you. We I agree. Know. I know. Here's what I, I don't we're want. We're, I think we're in 100%. Here's what I don't want is fucking dudes. Yeah. They, you, you know, they usually have a big beard, and they want to blow your fucking mind by telling you that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. We know. This is the same. I just don't like the word moist, people. We know. Met all, everybody says this. I don't have TV. I just have Netflix and Amazon. Yes, like, that's common. Don't say it to me like you're blowing my fucking mind. Like, they're, these are just things... You're not interesting. But, but for real, this is my message to those men. But for real, Jordan, I have a hot take. What? <laughs> Dyer's Christmas movie. I yes, yes, yes. IPAs. Oh yes, uh-huh. yes. I know, I know, I know, I know. Uh, sorry, I'm walking some people with this. Uh, I get it, man. That's cool. <laughs> um, 
Live Free or Die Hard, I remember as being a hoot. This this has a scene of Bruce Willis somehow launching a motorcycle into a helicopter. No, no, it's a it's a car. A car, excuse me, yeah. a car into a helicopter. <laughs> no, no, that's I was wrong. Yeah, and it contains the weirdest bit of of like added after the fact. ADR like like a line of dialogue that they clearly added after the movie was yeah. shot. There's a part where where a car drives through a building that Bruce Willis is in and he's hanging on to the hood and and it was very clear that they added after the fact him just going, "How you doing?" <laughs> Like, why did they think it needed that? Him going, how you doing? Are you referring to the scene where he drives a car into an elevator shaft? This might be a different scene. It's where he says, how you doing? No, I think you're right. Uh, But yes, thank you. Thank you for your question. Uh, Maybe we'll do... uh, Oh, sorry, Dan, you have a... No, I just want to... Look, it's not important. I just want to raise my uh, voice in the chorus of saying, guys, live free or die hard. Underrated die hard movie. Yes, I think so. The last one is terrible. It this is, is die unwatchable. Hard. What's the last Die Hard? I don't know. What is it called? No, the one of Vengeance is there in Russia. A Good Day to Die Hard. Unwatchable. Okay. They're all uh, boring. Do we have any other? Maybe, yeah, maybe we'll, do, maybe we'll do two more. Yes. All right, then. I had potentially two, but I'm just going to do one. Then if they're gonna... Yeah, we're just killing time. Go for it. Um, this is more of a story and sla- leading into a pitch for Jordan. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Great. I, this is the time for this. <laughs> that Brian walked away for this. So there was a point where Brian laughing in the back, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's still going on, became one of my absolute favorite things in the world. Yes. So I actually recorded it, put it on my own device to be able to play it myself out in just real life. Can you do it into the mic now? Don't have it anymore. The the, the file wasn't very good, and it took a really long time to get to because basically it was in my iTunes. Uh And I was going to say... Eventually, I thought, you know, like, you know those old keychain said buttons and, like, can make fart noises or something? Uh-huh. Yeah. You guys should have one of those, and it's just Oh, it's just like Brian. a JJ Goes Just Brian board. laughing. Like, I like got, it. I mean, it's You Brian's... got it on your keychain, and just, like, something funny happens, and you're just, like, hear, hear Brian laughing. I like it. I'm, I'm all about it, yeah. I think that could be the next. Uh, do you, do you have a, would you have one more question? Um, yes, and it was more just about movies. Um, my friends and I love just movie theories that we make up for fun that try to hold up and seeing if you guys had good ones. Recently we were discussing one that I had for fun for a couple of years and then we got too in depth. I'm like, I wasn't trying to be totally serious. I was having fun. But uh, Hobo with a Shotgun is an alternate sequel to Batman Begins because the end of Batman Begins uh, is Thomas Earl gets fired from Wayne Co. Or, yes. Am I messing up the name? Rutger Hauer's I, character. Yeah. I don't know. But basically then Hobo the Shotgun opens with Rutger Hauer is this hobo. We know nothing about his past rolling into this town, trying to start a business, and then becoming a vigilante. And we were just saying, does Gotham just breed vigilantes? And was that happening at the same time as Dark Knight? What do you think, Slash? Do you have any good theories that are fun to share? This is, this is not a movie theory. But going back to having watched Beauty and the Beast on the plane. Yes. Excellent, excellent. I, uh, I, it occurred to me that what I would love would be at the end, when they all become human again, mm-hmm. I would love it if Chip, the little teacup, becomes human and then there's a, just a big gash out of his head. <laughs> I mean, uh, shouldn't that happen? Yes, yeah, it should that happen. Sense. That makes sense. Uh, well, guys, thank you so much for coming to our uh, Q&A. 
uh, at least I am going to be hanging around uh, signing things for for a bit. Uh, yeah, let's all have a drink. Thanks for coming. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.